Hello folks and welcome to the podcast. So just an FYI on this episode today. This was recorded some months ago and uh, it's been released today because of technical difficulties this week recording uh, our podcast, which was all my fault. Always double check the Wi-Fi when you're on the road. Um, however, we hope you enjoy this step back in time. This episode is, we talked about Joe Biden, the peace process, the politics of a chicken fillet roll from Gay Spire, no less. So thank you as always for listening and we will be back in action with a brand new episode soon. Um, so until then, take care, happy listening. Hello there and very welcome to Plainly Queer, the Plainly Queer podcast. I said plainly queer twice there, but just to reiterate, plainly queer. Do you know what you're listening to, people? You're listening to the Plainly Queer podcast. It, there, was there any doubt? <laughs> I uh, think them clicking on the link saying the Plainly Queer podcast would do that. This is so weird, though, because <laughs> I, I suppose I'll just state the obvious. This is the first time we met in person. Yeah. And we're actually sitting across from each other. I could kick her right now. Please don't. <laughs> but I won't. But yeah, it's so weird. We're coming to you live-ish. Probably not by the time you hear this, yeah. but from Inside Matters on Cable Street. Yes. It's mad. I can't even, I go from looking at the microphone to looking <laughs> at you to back to the microphone. Um, but yes, we're coming live from Inside Matters on Cable Street. Yeah. A great service for the LGBTQI plus community, queer community yeah. here in Dublin. Queer affirming therapy. And not great. just in Dublin, because we have a lot of therapists that work online. Of course. And so if you are in the Balabaca Beyond wondering, can I access anybody who would understand? That's without my birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Bandabaca> Beyond. <laughs> you also have access to the therapist here. So mm. yeah, it's a great service. And yeah, it's a great little tribe that's here. We do thank Anne-Marie and Dill for allowing us to use the space to record the podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're face to face. I'll try and get over the... How yeah. does it feel being face to face with me? Am I what you expected? You're very intimidating. Thank you. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I couldn't give a shit. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, of course, it's the different dynamic because we went from online and yeah. you're kind of framing someone just their head. Yeah. And then it's like even kind of hugging on the whole street. Person, yeah. And, yeah, you get the whole person that a sense of that person. You had told energy. me your height and I was like, oh Jesus, you are really tall. Like yeah. six foot two. Like and I and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, grab. But then when I saw you, I was like, oh yeah, you really are. <laughs> yeah, constantly banging my head off everything. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's strange. But I think you still get the same essence of the person. And I think for me as well, I've never recorded a podcast. Like when you approach this is the first time I've done anything like this. Yeah. So even, I think it's weirder that I'm in this space with a microphone mm-hmm. recording this with another person. Because like that, my focus, yeah, where yeah. do I put the focus? How, like, do I have to sit a certain way? Do I have to, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, we spent about 15 minutes trying to set up the fucking microphone. <laughs> my microphone is sexist. It wasn't picking. It wasn't well, picking ball yeah. up at all. Apparently, my voice is too deep. Yeah. So I need to go up a note or two. But yes, no, we're coming to frame it from inside matters on Cable Street. First time we're coming face to face. Yeah. So we said we'd ad lib this episode, yeah. and that caused you great anxiety. I think. I, I feel like you've just sprung that on me today. Mm, yeah. So like, I'm like, what are we going to talk about? What is the ad lib? What are we ad libbing about? Well, we're going to talk about what's going on in the world right now, because we are here right now, face yeah. to face. And I suppose it's, I'm going to say, yeah, well, like what date is this? I don't even know what date I it is. I actually don't either. What I think date it's the 14th of April. Yes, it's the 14th of April. It's the 14th yeah. of April. And I suppose the, the big 
elephant in the room is Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, Joe was here. Yeah, Joe was here, President Joe Biden. He's gone down president. the country today, actually. He's in Mayo. I think yeah. he's visiting the relatives. He's visiting the Bally Back of Beyond. Yeah. It's on his uh, birth certificate as well. But uh, yeah, so the place is shut down. It's really annoying because you're, I was stuck in traffic for like 40 minutes trying to get out of the airport. Oh, right. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, the airport. Yeah. He was getting a helicopter. Was his plane? Ah, okay. So I was like, close yeah. all the airspace and he was coming in in his motorcade and stuff like this. It's just, it, it's great to see it when you're yeah. not being kind of put out by it. It's amazing we are like at times the center of like the political world in terms of we are a small little country, but mm. we pack a punch in terms of like every American president. Now, America has gone down in my estimation in the last few years in terms of its political powers or just power in general in the world of Would you, you know, respect. I don't even say power. Do you mean influence? Influence. Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. a better word. But also my respect has mm. gone down. But like every every president does want to come to Ireland and like kiss the Blarney Stone or have a baby shoved in their arms, which he did. He had a baby shoved in his arms. with Daddy. I think he went to with Daddy. That's right. And... He got a chicken fillet roll. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Yeah. I didn't know he got the chicken fillet I, Well, roll. I saw this. I saw this headline. He was. They, they took over Delby. The his Secret Service took over mm. Delby because he was going to be getting food. Michael Martin brought him into a deli, and on the thing was Joe gets a chicken fillet roll. Oh, I was like, did he really? I hope he did because it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, traditional Irish thing. Anybody that's listening that's not from Ireland, a chicken fillet roll is basically like a guess. I well, this is what I get in my chicken fillet roll is like the. The breaded chicken mm. that's been fried. Was it done in the oven or fried? I know, yeah. I think initially it's fried. Where yeah, it's I like the spicy sauce. one. I think it's done in the oven though. Yeah. And, you can, yeah, and well. then you chop that up, coleslaw and cheese. And the coleslaw has to go first. The chicken, the hot chicken has to go on. The cheese has to go on top of that. Now, there's chicken. some contention about this. No, Coleslaw. Yes. That's not a traditional ingredient. Are you doing the roll. lettuce and onion and all that sort of stuff? No. A chicken filler roll, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can get it for two ninety nine, and the chicken filler roll is chicken fillet on the baguette, lettuce, tomato, and mayo. No, nope. that's it. And tomato, if you want anything nope. else, the price is Gone. going to jump by three euros. Right. You have to go with those basic ingredients. Chicken filler. Well, roll. that's not my chicken fillet roll. I don't know. Well, see, there's me being plainly queer. I've I've been to gay spar, but not in the falling out of. Um... Well, you're plainly queer, but you need to fresh yourself a plain chicken filler roll. I know. I don't like I don't like tomatoes and stuff. They get everything wet. They have to be done in a certain way. I actually learned the perfect way to cut a tomato. I was doing (laughs) it wrong for years. I swear. I was in a relationship with a person from Latin America, and we were making lots of guacamole, lots of salsa, and they made the perfect salsa. You scoop all the goop out. Yeah, that makes sense. You get rid of all the goop. And then the you're goop, left with I've just the hard, the hard red bits. Yeah. And you just chop those up really finely. And that's really nice. You're not supposed to eat the gloop. Right. People have been doing it wrong for years. Yeah. You're supposed to get rid of the gloop. Do you ever remember getting the um, corned beef sandwiches with the chopped onion and the tomato? But like you'd go on a pan, you'd go on a, like a picnic somewhere. Who gave you that? My parents, they hate oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But you'd get there and like the tomato would have all the bread soggy and you're like, please yeah. don't make me <laughs> eat it. Or if you got it for school lunch, anything oh that has moisture in it, the bread would just be this and you're like, I'm not touching that. Stuff. Yeah. Then you go back to it and you find it at the bottom of your bag three days later. Yeah. Growing God this forbid little eggs or something in the bottom of your school bag. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, liver. Did you ever get no. liver as a child? No. 
Oh, take that back. I am having deja vu that we had this discussion about liver on this podcast before. No, maybe we didn't. No, I don't think so. I just hate liver. The yeah, or kidneys. Mm. That steak and kidney fat. We always had steak and mushroom pie. I think, and every I now think, and then they try and yeah. fool us. And I'm like, it's a completely different texture. I think if it's in a pie and it's, nope. it's covered in gravy, I'm okay with it. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Can't cope. It's like carrots. I can't stand carrots. Really? I love yeah, carrots. But if they're in, if they're disguised it's mush or, or if they're mushy, I'll do it. A little bit of honey with them, I'm okay with them. Yeah. But Just on their own. No. Yeah. You do realize we were talking about the presidential visit, <laughs> like the US presidential visit, and here we this are. This is what we're talking about in ad living. <laughs> ad living is going to end up. And you are scared of this. <laughs> <laughs> Where were your fears? So, so okay, yes. Joe Boyd. Joe Boyd, <laughs> Joe Biden is here. Yes. He'll be leaving this evening. But yeah, traffic mayhem. And there's a lot of this. And he got his chicken filler roll yesterday. Yeah. Um, apparently, queer trivia. Um, not apparently, I heard it on the news. The owners of the deli are a gay couple. Oh, nice. Yeah. Go them. So I, think, I did not know that. Yeah, they mentioned that in the news. So it's obviously... Listen, get it all in. I suppose when they were scouting all these local businesses and done, oh, I'd say everything and then was, it was like, chosen. There's, there, there's the, <laughs> there's the, the local business with this. the gay couple. Go for it. We're gonna hop all over that. Yeah. Um, but I'd say there has to be like a political motivation for picking these places. Everywhere. You know, but even do you remember watching like the West Wing or all those programs and yeah, like did you ever watch a V? Yes, oh, loved it. Loved me. But the other way, they scout all these businesses yes. to see what's going to get the most publicity and what's going to like yeah. pull on the political heartstrings and everything like this. So, yeah, I just found that really interesting. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to know who the scouter was. Was it like an Irish person here or was it like an, an American person oh, with them? I'd say they have like a joint team of people that kind of liaise yeah. with each other and coordinate because yeah. there was a lot of people there. Like there a lot was. of people just walking around. And poor Michal Martin didn't get a look in. Like he was standing there and no one wanted to shake his hand. I think really? a few, he got a few pity shakes. Oh, yeah. I didn't so, see that. But yeah, when you're standing next to the most kind of recognizable, I suppose, yeah. person in the we world. We know him. We're like, oh, we've seen yeah, you. We've seen you. Yeah. And then, we want to talk to Joe. Yeah. I saw him out at uh, Miggle D. Higgins and the dog. I'm sorry. Did you say Michael D. Higgins? Miggle D. I just heard Miggle D. Higgins. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> What? Michael D. Higgins. Michael D. Higgins. Yeah. Yes. Do you not call him like I very rarely call him Michael D. I call him Miggle D. Okay. I'm sure he'd love that term of endearment. But he's he has like Miggle, he has merch. Isn't he your ideal guest? Uh, Does he? Pretty sure he's not going to come on now. You call him Miggle D. But Miggle D has merch. Miggle D has tea merch. cozies. Merch. He has tea cozies and like stuff that goes on the top of pens. No, I've like seen them. The uh, goggle box had his yeah. tea cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a thing. Miggle D Higgins is a thing. It's not. I'm not just randomly saying that. No, but is it pronounced Miggle D Higgins? It's Michael D Higgins. Obviously. But, but people call him Miggle D Higgins. Okay. Maybe not people who want to maybe invite him as a guest on their podcast. Miggledy, if you're listening, listen, we're sound. We think you're sound. We'd love to talk to you about you signing in the marriage referendum. We'd love to talk to you about the, the politics that you have seen in, term, in terms of queer Ireland. That's what I'd love to, if he would come on. Okay, let's backtrack though. Yeah. Let's go back to where we are today. Let's go back to the moment. Yes. We always have to bring ourselves back here to... to your, like, it's the ADHD. I, I, I'm i not diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure it is. So like, we're going to go... I'm sorry, are you just shaming me? Are you just like... Oh my God, I'm seeing, I know what my issue is. 
I know where I'm going to go around the world in 80 days See, without an agenda. Without an agenda. <laughs> My gosh, bitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was putting myself down. <laughs> yes, yeah, so sorry. I didn't hear. Going to be gone today. I don't see what all the fuss is about. Um, I think it's great that he's here. But even watching him, I just felt like he's old. Like mm. he's... When you compare him to Obama, there's no charisma. There's, mm. there's a sense of... I don't know. He's done... Obviously, he's had a great... He's actually done great things. Career. He's done amazing things. Yeah. But I don't know if he has enough charisma to carry it i don't know if it's just his legacy is carrying it now and mm-hmm. um, he's i think he's going to announce i think for four more years so you're kind of like i wish he'd he'd step aside and leave camera in yeah well that's another thing i haven't heard psychner sound to her since she came into office i think that's because i think right she i think she's in a precarious position and i and i and i don't so on one hand i reckon she could outshine him in like just with her baby finger she is yeah. so accomplished she knows exactly what she's talking about she's she holding back yeah. yeah and i and i think that's politically motivated like she cannot you can't outshine the president mm. and also as well she is going to run i'd say but given the contentious the way things are at the moment the fact that she would be after Obama, they as soon as Obama went in every racist crawled out from every rock they were ever under mm. And she would be like, that's what it would become about. So she, I think she is poising herself. Yeah. Like that. Hopefully, probably in a few more cycles, she'll go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting little question. Were you a Hillary supporter? Over Trump, yes. But I was a Hillary supporter, yeah. Okay. But now, do I think the dynasty of Hillary, I think Hillary deserved it in terms of, now, She'd I, would, I would say I politically am, am very left. Probably a little bit conservative, but very to the left of that even. However, she's straight down the line conservative. Not as in Republican conservative, but like left. I'm far lefter than she would be. I'd like her to be much more uh, radical in her choices, but she is a safe bet. Mm. Now, do I think that's always good? But do I think compared to what they had to choose from? I think it was an excellent choice. (laughs) But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, I just thought that I... Got a little bit of a Hillary look about you. Yeah. yeah um, what about yeah, you? That. I Towards the end, when I was finding out about her, yeah. and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't think she was right. I don't think either of them were right. No. I think it we need a new blood. It's Yes. It's like the same Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez. She is a rising star. Watch her. She will yeah. be president one day. If watch you ever watch her, I watched her. I fell in love with her actually one of the days. Silently, yeah. <laughs> she is. She's a Democrat, and I fell in love with her, and have been following her ever since. When I saw her eating popcorn on the floor while putting together IKEA furniture, talking about Puerto Rico and how it, it should go for independence uh-huh. from America, mm. and I was like, I just, I'm like, you're gorgeous. You can put flat pack furniture I really together. I've never heard of her. Never heard of her. I'll she's just give her a look. Such a look yeah, she's so brainy. Anyway, back to the point. Back to the point. <laughs> yeah, you got in there first. Fuck. I was gonna come in and say back to the point. Uh, but yeah, so Biden visit. But let's put aside the American presidency. We're here in Ireland. Um 25 years of peace up north. Mm-hmm. I'm loving how this Adlib one is kind of political. This Adlib it really is, of, yeah. And I'm not I like I am political, but I'm very reserved in my 
I don't know enough about it to be able to talk about it. No, you're a local politician. What you want to talk about, but you can't put it out in the public domain because yeah. it would be frowned upon. So that's the perfect political response there. So you're doing well. <laughs> so no, 25 years of peace. Yeah. 1998. It doesn't seem like I took my junior cert in 1999, I think. And I'm tr- I try to remember. What age are you? Am I older than you? Oh, no, I'm younger than you. Not by much. Don't rub it in. And I think it was 98 or 99 for the leading cert. Or sorry, the junior cert. I want to say 97. Oh, maybe I was 97 then. Did I do it in 97? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We did it in a I remember cheating in my mocks. Did you? I did. <gasps> I was too straight laced. I would have like cried. No, yeah, I totally cheated. And they kind of encouraged it. I think I cheated in my leading cert mocks as well. Listen, it's just what I had to do to get through. But uh, yeah, no, sorry. What are we talking about? 25 years of peace, my yeah. God. <laughs> As I'm cheating in my leaving search. Yeah. He's retroactively yeah. uh, flunking his leaving search. Yeah. Isn't, uh, mindful of like references that only Irish people will get. Yeah. Oh, we're assuming that anybody other than Irish, we're assuming anybody is listening to this. So like, of course. <laughs> Hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, friends. My mother doesn't even have a, like a smartphone. <laughs> Somebody won't even like. I don't know. Um, anyway, back to the point. Peace, <laughs> peace. Give these a chance. I'm trying to like. He was signed in 1998. What were you aware of? And this is what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Like I kind of had a sense we had to talk about this, and I was kind of like, I can't ever remember being too affected by what was going on up north. Even though this is such a small island, and I was literally less than an hour and a half drive away, mm. and I have no sense, I think, of how bad it was. No, I remember a, a little bit the Oma bombing, and but it, when someone says, "Oh, the the peace process, the Good Friday Agreement, 1998, 1998 was also the year that the UK hosted the Eurovision and Dana International won the Eurovision, and that's like it's mad to think that, like it wasn't that long ago." I'm like, you're, you're really flying the gay flag there, that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, Hopefully what? my deep voice was coming. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, at home especially, like the news would have been on, but we would have been sheltered from a lot of it. Yeah. We, it wouldn't have been anything that would have been worried, wouldn't have been talked about in front of us. Yeah, I don't think it came down the south much, though. What do you mean? Maybe more the border counties. As yeah. in, as in danger, the, tr- the tr- danger. Yes, like, yes. There was yeah. no sense. I, I never felt unsafe as yeah. a result of it. I knew it was happening up there. Yeah, which I think is actually really bad in terms of like, I know I was talking to somebody and there's a the sentiment of being abandoned, the south abandoning people, and yeah. I I didn't really get that until like later in life going. Well, we, we kind of just got on with things. It wasn't our problem, and it's like that's kind well, of was it ostriches sticking their head in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, not individuals, but as a kind of collective yeah. society. Generally. And another thing, actually, that, that really brought it home for me is, like, we knew, well, we knew about it. And obviously, as we were growing up, we knew more about it. And I would have learned more about it just from me actively reading about it and trying mm. to understand what it was. Because the peace agreement, I didn't really understand at the time. I knew it was a great thing. I know that my parents and my parents' generation were genuinely happy and celebrating it and this was and so that's how I knew it was but I wasn't politically involved or anything 
However, as I got older and started to read about it, I go, oh God, actually that really was important. Like that actually brought a lot, a lot of peace. Yeah. But when I was in Australia, I there was this Australian man. He they used to do these. You were in Australia and you came across an Australian man. Yeah. Wow, what are the chances? I know. Anyway, so he had a catamaran, and where we were staying, they used to do midnight races, or when the sun was going down, so like a sunset. Catamaran yeah. Sailboat. And so they'd get like the local backpackers, and you'd like anybody that needed a crew that you'd hop on their boat and do the thing. This sounds like the hills have eyes. I know. <laughs> I'm just like actually, when I think about it now, you could have been murdered out yes. there and just Wolf like, Creek. Yeah, we just hopped on any random boat. Anyway, this guy was like, so where are you from? And and the friend that I was with, she was from the UK and I said I was from Ireland and whatever. And would you like to visit? The usual chit chat and go, have you ever been? And blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, I'd never go. And I was like, why? And he goes, because there's bombs everywhere. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Genuinely going, are you, like, it's Ireland that I'm talking about. And he goes, yeah, like, the Northern Ireland, like, they're, they're always setting off bombs and they're always, and I was like, how? what have you heard? And he was like, well, like that was what we always heard in the news. And I was like, when was the last time you heard that? Mm. But anytime Ireland was reported in the news over there was to say that there was a bomb, there was a bomb threat, there was, there was the North in the upset. And that's all they knew. That's all this man knew. Obviously he didn't look beyond it. But, but your regular news isn't going to go that far. That's what I mean. Only bad news would go halfway around the world. But that's what like our reputation was. Mm. Now, I don't believe well, that's that everywhere. A bunch of drunkards. Yeah, but I find that really interesting. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that to me gave an outside look, the outside looking in going, oh, my God, that's actually, how do they come across that? How do they see that? Because that's how it was being reported. Did you ever read the book Across the Barricades? No. I, it's just came into my head. I don't know why, okay. as you were talking there. Um, I remember reading this book when I was younger called Across the Barricades. And uh, it was about, was it a Protestant boy and a Catholic girl or a Catholic girl and a Protestant boy up the north in the Troubles and they fell in love and they kind of had their life together and it was it was really across the barricades because of the different religious backgrounds. But I remember reading that book and it was brilliant. And then there was a second book where they moved in together. There may have been a third book where they had a baby. Okay. So yeah, across the barricades and let's get the author. And, but yeah, it was kind of like a teenage book. Yeah. I was and that was kind of like explaining. Yeah, I kind of got a sense of it that way. Yeah. Like in general, no, like that went about life really kind of unaware of it. Great that it happened. And I think when Eden, Biden was up there uh, a couple of days ago, I think it really brought home and it was nice the way they did it. They focused on the upstream university and the young people and these entrepreneurs and actually how far yeah. the kind of province has come. Do I call it a province? I don't know. Ulster. Ulster. Yeah. That is. It's a, it it's is, a yeah. county. Yeah. Province. No. It's it's a province. province. Yeah. 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 Of um, <laughs> course. Next episode us learning geography. <laughs> this week on Let's Teach Paul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so sorry. The province. That how far it's come in relation to there's been so much like advancements in technology, infrastructure, mm. like investment by companies and yeah. There's Do so you reckon the youth will pull it up, pull it around? 
yeah, you know, like I, with Stormont and everything, not um, this, sitting. This is the thing. Now, I'm not going to get too critical. Listen, I, I actually don't know. Like, yeah. as in, I don't know enough about it. And this is where we come into, we actually need to learn more on this topic. We're clueless political gaze. Yeah. You were supposed to be all up in your politics. You're supposed to school me. I politics. told you oh, we would do a political episode, but I had to do the research for it. That's the whole point. Well, we're then you're falsely selling yourself as someone who's we up are in politics. plain me, so then we have to go and learn about it in order to educate ourselves. That's the whole point of this. No, I'm street smart. I don't need to educate myself. <laughs> oh, that'll work out. <laughs> That's why we have the rise of Trump and shit like that. Is no. it? Yeah, because Facebook told me. I've oh. done my research. I don't, like, I kind of, <laughs> many years ago, well, not many years ago, three years ago, I came off social media and I just had the kind of professional stuff on it. But yeah, I don't read fake news. Yeah. Now. Yeah, do you read the national media? <laughs> I was about to say the flip side of the is I don't read any news. Yeah. So. Uh... so some of the national media, I swear to God, you're like, oh my God, if you could be any more transparent in where you're, leanings lie but anyway yeah i just kind of go by word of mouth really i don't know i do read the news obviously i read like uh, national media and international media of international news coverage mm. but uh, yeah it wouldn't be all about fake news or anything like that how did you find getting off social media i'd love to get off it i'd love to get off it and the big thing for me was i wanted to keep all my photos so facebook and instagram allows you to do this thing download. where you download all your data so i downloaded all my data and deleted them and it was fine. There was a withdrawal period. And like that, I have the two professional accounts now that I attempt to manage. But as a result, I'm there. I don't have a clue. Like you were kind of like to me, oh yeah, you have to get on this now and you have to like this and share this and retweet and rehash and I reshare. I need to school you on that, do and, I? Yeah, and I haven't got a clue the thoughts of this. I was like, no, <laughs> resistance. Um, no, I, I, I do have to learn again. No, but it is like a drug. You're coming, you're... It's kind of like, what do I look at in the morning? I want to, I don't want to consume it, but I do want to use it. And You want so, to utilize it for your benefit. Yeah, like I just want to, like I use it for business. Now I do have a personal account that I share, like stuff that's personal travel, like with friends and stuff like that. Mm. I'm actually really bad on that one, but I do use it then because I'm like, oh, I'll just see what everybody else is doing. And then like two hours have gone by and I'm like, I've wasted my life. Well, <clears throat> I did last year, the year before. I downloaded TikTok because people were talking it's about evil. TikTok. Oh my God. Like I went to the toilet and I was watching <laughs> TikTok. I downloaded the app TikTok. I was like, everyone's all about it. So give it a shot. I was on that toilet 25 minutes later. <laughs> I had not moved off that toilet. Not it's... moved anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my god um, <laughs> moving on <laughs> tiktok is lethal but yeah it's like it knows what you want to see i know like all these videos that these topless firemen and all the sort of stuff that come up <laughs> it already and came up rugby yeah. players and all this sort of stuff came up and I was like, how does it know no, i want yeah. to look at this it's it's crazy are you you have to give the chinese that they're like yeah. they deserve to know our secrets because we're literally giving it to them i know uh, take it but I had to delete TikTok. I was like, it, it gets to the stage where you fall into TikTok is a treat for me, but I have it on my laptop. And mm. it's only when, like, I, I know I'm done. I don't have to do anything else. Do you bring do you your laptop to the toilet? No, I do not. <laughs> That's not where I would consume it. Ew. Uh, that, so that was, yes, TikTok, blah, blah, blah. There was something else. Downloaded my data from Instagram and Facebook. There is a reason I said that. 
I put it on my external hard drive. Oh, that's the drive. That... The drive that now I can't access. So all my folders are on it. And I'm kind of like, is it worth paying 500 euros? Any techie people that are listening, because we do have listeners now, we're going to convince ourselves that we're not just talking into the ether. But anybody that's techie, how would somebody go about that? What? How do you do that? How do you No, repair? my mother's no good at computers. She doesn't even have a smartphone. No. <laughs> She's the only one listening. Um, I wouldn't mind you be the last person to listen. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yes. How do we recover that for you? Yeah. I think I'll just leave it in my bag and maybe in a couple of years I'll I'll just slowly save 500 euros. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. You're kind of like asking then, are memories enough? Like yeah. what do we need? And that is the thing then about deleting social media. It's all gone. Yeah. Does it mean anything if it wasn't on Facebook? If you haven't checked in anywhere, have I still been there? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. it's this yeah. whole like, yeah, warped reality thing. If you haven't shown a picture of your food, did you really eat it? Exactly. Yeah. I don't use it for that. I'm a, I am consume it mm. in terms of whatever they're showing up to me. But I try, I do my best to try and limit it. I don't, I only have Instagram on my phone. And Do you get into heated arguments? No, I don't. I don't get involved in that at all. I'm like, sometimes somebody, actually on the Plainly Queer, when we were doing one of the. Do you remember that? Yeah. On, I want you about Facebook though. I know Facebook is Instagram, no. We're not using Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Now we had to. We had to put up a Facebook because we were doing advertising. So we were doing the plainly queer conversations mm-hmm. where we were holding a monthly conversation, and we wanted to advertise it. But in order to advertise it on Instagram, we had to have a Facebook page. So that's how that came about. Mm-hmm. And when we advertised it, we got like awful comments on Facebook from people like, oh, this is gross. Why is this showing up? It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. So I was thinking about my reaction to it. And I was like, I, it really pisses me off. I and I really scared. shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that it pisses me off because mm. that's like fuel to the fire. And I was like, I was going to be like, how dare you get off our page and whatever and blah, blah, blah. Like there were some, I can't remember what it was, but it was a really like every trope under the sun sort of thing. It made me want to retreat. It yes. made me want to take it down. It made me want to go back to safety and not be vulnerable. Yeah. Because if you make yourself vulnerable, people are going to attack you. Yeah. That's, that was my fear with it. And I remember the notification came in the middle of the night. Oh, Jesus, right. And it was Did like, you see it? Like in the middle I of the night? Oh, I, I was on a different time zone. Oh, right. So I was kind of there first. I had to wait for you to wake up. Um, <laughs> maybe take down the Facebook ads. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. But yeah, I, I'm just like, as a, as a, as a rule, I don't respond. Mm. I just, you're blocked. Your, your comment is deleted and you're blocked. Are we censoring then? If you are spreading hate on mm. my page, our page, we get to block you. That's true. But then if we're putting ourselves out there, are we? You don't get to debate somebody's existence. That's true. You don't get to say what we post or don't post. It's our page. You don't have to be on our page. But then do we have to be, I suppose, I'm just trying to put out the alternative perspective. Do we then have to defend the post? Do we then have to, no, just block them to leave them? Yeah. Because I can't fucking block them. Well, do you think there's anything wrong in what we're doing? No, of course not. Do they think there's anything wrong in what we're doing? Yes. Where is that driven from? I don't know. Homophobia, hate, transphobia. Yeah. So, absolutely not. Away you go, live in your own little bubble there. I'm not joining you. 
Yeah, that's the thing about putting yourself out there, though. You become exposed, don't you? Yeah. It is a hard one. It's a hard call. And I think that was so minor. Can you imagine, like, Dylan Mulvaney? No. Uh, she she did so she came out as trans and she did so it's from day one of girlhood mm. and went up right up to day 365 now she's still continuing obviously and she has got like dogs abuse and even people oh what's what's her name the kardashian caitlin jenner caitlin jenner even came for her and was like she's an absolute disgrace because budweiser supported her and did a advertisement with her mm. collaboration if you want to say so, like, she's getting it from all angles. So you can imagine, like, that was one post. And we were like, oh, God. Like, I, I felt like going, oh, my God, how do we, like, what do we do? Why do we respond? Blah, blah, yeah, blah. I don't know. That's why I'm kind of like. We're not going to get that. No, we're not important enough. No. We're not special enough yet. Our, if somebody is listening to this and they are going to troll us and getting this far, our answer to you is you're going to be blocked. Your thing is going to be deleted. But, uh, the but leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> but before we block you, just share us with about 100 people, please. Yeah. yeah. We don't care if you listen to us and hate us as long as you listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. But just keep your head to yourself. But still listen. <laughs> Get the viewers here, folks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so we, we've gone a nice journey there. Yeah. Like Joe Biden... Little bit of chicken politics, fillet rolls, chicken fillet rolls, the politics of chicken fillet rolls, the correct way to cut and consume a tomato, liver, kidneys, all that. Peace process 25 years of peace, long may it last. Um, you know, Sorry, oh, you were kind of like as well. I think it'll take many generations mm-hmm. for that lasting peace to be very stable for all that hate and for all that I hate you, you hate me, we're never going to meet. Yeah. I think. For all that hate to dissolve that's dialogue, away. That's dialogue, that's dialogue. I think it's going to take many generations for the trauma that is being held by... Generation after generation. Generation after generation. For that to be slowly let go. Yeah. And I think actually we know more about trauma now and how to heal it and mm. how it affects in terms of like, there's complex PTSD that's happening up there. Yeah. And, com- well, should I say complex PTS? I don't like the disorder. It is an absolute natural reaction to be on alert all the time and frightened and thinking that I have to respond to every slight because my life depends on it. That's what has been inherited. Mm. Uh, But I think we're better as a society. How do you disinherit it? You learn more about it. You become more aware of its effect. Oh, how it affected the previous generation. You then learn how it is affecting you. And then you make changes so that when you have kids... You, you try not pass on the same. But do you believe as a trauma therapist that what you've just said, yeah. you, that, that takes generations? Yes. Yeah. It can't just be. But it's not just one generation and done. It is a continuous process. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. the, the science is there for it. Yeah. Mm. But you have to think Northern Ireland has the highest PTS rates in all of Europe. Like, and that's, that's a statistic that holds today. That's not something back in the 80s. Is that because the kind of what happened up north and the troubles was in modern times, as opposed to something like uh, World War One or World War Two, which were kind of a little Events bit further in the past? or something. Yeah. What do you mean by that now? Well, you were saying Northern Ireland people have the highest rate of PTS. Yeah. So why don't... 
people in France have it because they were they why don't people in Poland? Longer, probably. That's sorry what I was trying to yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. I don't know. But also as well, that's a really complicated answer I'm going to say to you there. And and I don't know what the full answer is. Yeah. One of them is we don't do mental health well. Yeah. Uh, the other is we are only now getting to grips with what the trauma was. We know, and also there, there was a lot of silencing up to North. You could not talk about it. You could not talk about if you had a loved one go missing. There was whispers about, well, why did they go missing? Mm-hmm. There was all of this backhanded stuff that like really silenced pain really silenced people that they didn't have anywhere to go with it even in the political process of the peace process there was a lot of harm done even with that so there's and there's still continuations of it not in the greater grander sense of the war the troubles that were happening it's still happening today that there are segregation societies and there still are people that have to be careful of what they say so there's still a continuation well, I'm very conscious of what I say now because I can't follow that up. <laughs> like, well, I... It's like you can even hear it in your voice. You're so kind of attached to it and passionate about it. And like, whereas I'm sitting here going, oh my God, I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. Like, oh, hold on a second. Like, let's put I'm this not in... going to speak because I'll say something wrong. No, let's put this in, in, in context. I did a postgrad in, with UCC and Wave Trauma Centre, which is up the north, in yeah. trauma studies. And a lot of that was based around stories around the troubles, the the people who were missing, anything like that. I, I did a lot of research on. So I have I have a better knowledge base, if you want to say, mm-hmm. about how trauma has affected. I'm not an expert in it. I don't know it all. I'm not trying to say I know it all, but I do know something about it. You come across quite knowledgeable about it, to be honest. Yeah. And you come across quite capable of sitting with it and yeah. talking through it. But regardless... Of regardless of the situation, mm. trauma is still trauma. When you get a lot of individuals together and into a society that are traumatized, you just see it on a bigger scale. It's 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 trauma is still trauma, no matter how you put it in. Whether it's a hurricane, whether it's war, whether it's a mass casualty car crash or something like that, it still have a lot of the same processes. So once you once you understand the basics, you can extrapolate. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm Let's not coming back this. from that. You can fucking bring us back from that. You fucking bring us back from that. I, We're talking about the peace process. I'm not process. even going to attempt. I'm um, just going to coming, sanitize. Sanitizing, sanitizing his hands. Um, yeah, the peace process as it stands. It is getting better. We are, I think, on the right path. Well, that's easy for me to say down south. That's easy for me to say as somebody who's not directly affected by it. There's more work to be done. But it is good to see that it's still front and centre in a lot of people's minds. Because mm. that shows... The it was nice to recognise it this week. Mm. It was nice to kind of see how far it's come. And just to have a bit more awareness of it, I think, yeah. is what I'm coming away with it. And it was great to see all those young people up north, like in university, entrepreneurs, and the future, basically. It was great to see like, the future. Yeah, one of reminds me, actually, now that you say that, is, is a lot of the time we talk about the bad stuff. Mm. We talk about the North in terms of the troubles or the missing or what's couched in those terms. I'm thinking about the same can be said for queer people. It's always couched in like the, the awful stories of like when they came out, they were kicked out of their family or when they came out, you know, they were beaten up because mm. they were too queer and... 
there's queer joy. There is joy in Belfast. There is, as you say, the, the youth entrepreneurship. There is the growth. Why are you looking at me like that? Sorry, I've had great joy in Belfast. <laughs> I've had multiple occasions of great joy in Belfast. It's a great city. I, I had my love first Belfast. kiss in Derry when yeah. I finally realized it was definitely. You great. kissed a Derry girl. Yeah. Well, she kissed me. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, I went to Florence and Machine, a concert up there in the Wallace and Belfast. Got such a good night. Kremlin's a great spot up there. Uh, Never been. Club up there. And uh, it, it's a great city. Like it's it's a developing city, and I do I do like I do like Belfast. But we do a trip up there and do an episode from there. Oh, any excuse. <laughs> we can expect it, right? Yeah. yeah. Weren't you talking about <laughs> Istanbul as well, Barcelona? Yeah. And yes, uh, I'm sure with our three listeners, we can yeah. like, we'll be able expenses. to do all this. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to incorporate. Yeah, we'd have to get a big corporate sponsor. Yeah. Be our sponsor. The gay news and magazine or something. Do they? I don't think, I think people put advertisements. Yeah, I know. Don't, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> uh, but yes, I suppose. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's bring it back. Here we are. Yes. And how are you feeling having, oh, this is a great way to segue into like the new segment thing I was talking about. Yes. So it's like a queer check-in. Yes. Where we just check into each other, how we have been this week, what's going on for us this week. How have I been this so, week? So Claude, I had to frame it though, let me frame it. I'm to <laughs> ask the question. Claude, how have you been this last week? Well, Paul, thank you for asking. How have I been this week? This week, this week has been okay. What have I been doing this week? Actually, now that I think about it, I've just been working and mm. uh, seeing clients. And yeah, that's pretty much it. But I'm doing good. Yeah, totally. You're going to have to spice things up a bit. I know. I'm I mean... very dull. <laughs> this is the problem with this segment. This is not going to fly on a podcast. I mean, with this segment, when I'm in Ireland, I do nothing. I'm like going to seeing people or, or I, I have a headache again and I'm not doing anything. So like. Yeah, I was stood up at the weekend, actually. Were you? Yes, you stood me up. Oh, that's right. It was me. Yes. I did stand him up. We were supposed to meet on Saturday. Sunday. It was Sunday. Easter Sunday, actually. Was it Easter Sunday? Yeah. And I remember actually getting the message. I, I totally understood. It's fine. But then I was like, God, I never have a weekend off. And this one weekend I have off. I had a plan. Now I don't have a plan. So I have to do something. I, think I, had, to, I had this what in my head that do? I had to do something. I scrambled and text whoever was available. I was kind of like, drinks? <laughs> like, nice. A couple of drinks? Just anything, just to kind of make use of the, the time. Because I thought I hardly ever free the weekends. Yeah. So, and then I was telling like I probably should have planned ahead a bit more. Because Easter Sunday, everyone's busy. Yeah. I never I never think about Easter, actually. It's not, it's a kind of yeah, a normal day for me. It was like a numb thing. Yeah. The reason why I cancelled on him was because I poisoned myself. So one of the things I was doing kind of this week was painting in my office. And I was putting the stuff to take off the paint, like a paint strippery thing. You methylated um, spirits. Something like that. Yeah. But it's it's a particular one that like helps okay. melt off the oak. And I that had it, I poured it in. Confined space with I no know. Well, wait, it gets worse. So, so like I was using that and the window was open, the door was open. That's grand. But I put it in a container. Because like I poured it out into a container to have it there. And I was like, you have to do two rounds of it. So I put it down underneath something so I wouldn't step on it. And what did I do? I forgot about it. Um, And then I was like, 
I actually feel like sick. Like I feel like nauseous from the headache. And it wasn't until like, it was a day and a half later because I couldn't smell at this stage. My sinuses were so swollen. I couldn't smell anything. And they're like, there's a really strong smell of like, I don't know what it's called, turpentine. There we go. Turpentine, what it was. And yeah, I was slowly poisoning myself and had such a headache, such a disgusting, I felt, ugh. And so I poisoned myself. That's why I couldn't go. So you had a great Easter Sunday. Yeah. And um, I'm still coming out of that. Like the headache still hasn't actually left. So maybe I've done brain damage. I Something's coming up for me. Yes. Disaster DIY. I know we kind of touched on this before because I was telling how I got this sealant to kind of, oh, yeah. mice were getting in somewhere. So I had to like be all butching stuff and get this filler from Woody's and fill in the crack in the cement yeah. in the roof. And I thought I was filling it in, but it all went everywhere and all over my hands. <laughs> and of course I didn't realize that gloves are provided for a reason. And I was literally peeling this stuff. Now I pr- knew pretty quick that, oh my God. This is like, really this, sticking. This is going to stick to my skin. So I ran back to Woody's and I remember saying, I need to get something like to take this stuff off. And he was like, oh, is that such and such? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's going to be on your hand for two weeks. You're literally going to be scraping that off with, what are those things for your foot? A peddy stone or something? Oh, you literally had to scrape it down I that much? I literally had to file it down oh my, my skin for two weeks. I'd say they were red. I swore to myself, never again. I And I've since found a nice handyman that will do all these little things for me. Oh, because nice. I cannot. I cannot do DIY, I'm sorry. Well, I love doing DIY. Yeah. I just well, obviously be, you're poisoning yourself. I know. I just need to be like smarter. Not right? going very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I still haven't painted those windowsills, by the way. That um, like yeah, that that'll have to be another day. On the to do list. Yeah. On the to do list. Uh, and the paint you've seen the paint. It's not the color. I want it looks it. dark. It looks black. It does. It looks black. On the on the when I'm uh, on video calls now because I painted it. I thought you'd got like all terrible. Because you, you had kind of said, oh, I'm, I'm feeling a bit blah, 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 blah. And I was like, have you painted your room to reflect your mood? <laughs> yeah, it's dark. terrible. But, well, that's the colour now. I'm going to get something bright for the wall that I can throw over it, but I'm not doing it again. Oh. Yeah. We tried that. So, yes, that's how I'm doing. I, I'm headachey all week. I'm DIY'd out and ready for whatever's next. Yeah. How are you, Paul? How was your week? Yeah, my week is good. I'm having, I'm going through a stage where I feel boring. Like I feel like I'm just living boring life things. Middle-aged, midlife crisis coming on. I love midlife crisis. Or I think I'm in the middle of it. I'm in the mists, mists of it, shall I say. Yeah, but I have a sense lately that I'm just living a boring life. Mm-hmm. Like going through the motions of being boring, but just doing normal things. Yeah. But not having distractions from the fact that this is a bit mundane. Like that, I wanted to, I was saying, I want to like escape next week of four days free. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Gran Canaria. I'm going to go to like Spain or somewhere like this. And then I'm kind of like, oh, but then the bins need to be put out. <laughs> and that, it's that's such thing, a chore yeah. to organize things. Yeah. And then I'll have to like, I could like clean the shower, clean the, like all this sort of stuff. And then I should probably like visit my parents at some stage this century but yeah so i'm kind of like weighing up yeah to be said i don't know Is it getting where to- do you get the balance of that like that's really hard it's like having the spontaneity doing the fun crack stuff and the i have stuff that i, I think it's an age thing for me though 
I think it is becoming an age thing where I don't know if I have the energy to go away just for two or three nights. Yeah. I think maybe I need a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, you need a day either side. Yeah. I really do. This kind of, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how I'm feeling. But otherwise grateful and pretty kind of good. I'm thrilled to be here with you. I'm thrilled that we're actually in person. It was lovely. Yeah. And I think I have a podcast pose. This podcast, thing. Yeah. The way my, my hand under my chin and like this <laughs> on the couch. So doughty. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm just Dosh. sitting in the chair like my therapist self going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true, actually. Your politician self. But yes. Okay. So what are we what are we doing? Now? How did you think that you and your ad lib episode? How did you think that went today? Now was that what you were looking for? Yeah, that was really good, actually. I thought. Yeah. Well, who am I to think could have been absolute shite? <laughs> who knows? So this is the thing with us. Like we get together, we talk and talk oh, and God, talk. talk. There's no problem with us. Like there's a, not a gap that we can't fill. I always feel like at the end of it, I'm kind of like, God, yeah, I feel accomplished because like 50 minutes an hour yeah. talked for like an hour. That's pretty good. Yeah. But then it could be totally redundant shite. Well, everything that we've listened back to so far now, I'm blowing smoke up our old holes here, but yeah. everything that we've listened back to hasn't sounded terrible. So I'm going to yeah. go with that's a win. My sister seemed to like the first one. Yeah. Oh, we need to get her. Yeah, well, we have a fan. She said she's too busy then to listen to this. <laughs> I oh, sent gosh. her another two and she was kind of like, well, I've got three kids. And oh, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. like so. I'll see if I can formulate anything. I think like it has to be easy. Yeah, because we sent them to her as like. Yeah. Uh, Once I have the edited, We should have testers. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, I think that went well. Okay. I think whenever we get to the end of it as well. Yeah. And I always need to pee. Okay. So that's where we're going to end. We're going to pee. And I hope you Not have together. a good... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are gender-neutral toilets. We so. have gender-neutral yes. toilets here, so it could happen. <laughs> uh, I hope ye all have a great week. And ye? Uh, yeah, our listeners. Ye. Ye. Yeah, I like ye. Okay. I'm a ye person. <laughs> Do you not like ye? You're also a slawn person. You also, you, also, you also say slawn. Yes. Yes. I do like Sloan. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I will say Sloan and hope you have a good week. Sloan. We will will (laughs) talk to you soon. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye. Bye.